Chapter 3 Attention is Aversive Attention is, aversive, is an aversive reaction, said Moses, as he barreled through a sandwich. What the hell are you talking about now, said Poet, and will you please, just this once, get the food out of your face before you start talking? See? You keep talking about how all these different partners are driving you crazy, and I'm telling you why, Poet. Attention is an aversive reaction. You're about to mess up another lunch, aren't you? You're going to start talking about that consciousness stuff, and you're going to ruin my lunch, ain't you? Moses, undaunted as ever, took another bite out of his sandwich and continued. Damn, Poet, this is good. It's Lebanon bologna. I got it at Hudson's Pantry Shop. You want to try some? Moses, nobody in their right mind would put their hand anywhere near where you was eating, not if they liked having fingers. Okay, I tried to give you some, so you want to know about attention. Don't act like you don't want to know. I know you do. Moses continued contentedly eating sandwich after sandwich, while poet sat and looked off in the distance, struggling to fight the urge to know more. Finally, he turned to Moses with resignation. Okay. Uh, I'll bite. Tell me about attention. You sure? I, I won't be messing up your lunch or nothing, will I? I'm going to hurt you, Moses. I I'm going to hurt you real bad. Moses smiled and put down his sandwich, picked up a large bottle of Coke, took a long chug of luck, then turned to Poet. Your problem is caused by attention being aversive. You already said that, man. What else you got to say? The first thing you need to understand is the world and your behavior are one and the same, he said, settling back. That means that everything you see and know and the whole set of your behaviors are not separate. You know your environment only through your behaviors, your senses, and how you employ your body given the input from these senses. Most of this you don't notice because it's all done underneath the radar of your self-regard. It's automatic. The senses are more like a billion switches. A group of switches gets flipped and a whole series of processes that are integrated around the switch form and act out. As long as those switches stay in that position, the behavior continues. This is habituation. A bunch of switches sending a bunch of signals that match up and sustain a behavior. Poet hated it when Moses started his little lectures at what he called the beginning of time. Moses could be excruciating when he did this. Poet usually tried to head him off. This seems a long way from Willie, don't you think? No, Poet, not really. Oh, Poet said. No, what you have to understand is that the problem you have with Willie's replacements is the basic problem with modern life. See, we are nothing but animals. That's easy. I, I call you one all the time, Poet interjected. Moses, as usual, ignored him. Better yet, we are just living things. We know no more about our world than our basic equipment lets us know. That is to say that the world around us, that we see, is constructed on who we are and not on what the universe is. 
our survival, you know, like in breeding, is based on our world having a su successful match with whatever the universe accords us. If the world that you posit gives you success, then you continue and you build upon this world since it is, after all, the basis for past success and it gives you the best hope of future success. Now, these behaviors and switches aren't just doing this for the hell of it. For this behavior to be sustained, all the proper switches and signals must be present. One set of those we can call the success group. If all those behaviors go right, then there will be a group of signals which feedback that completes these behaviors that basically makes the whole thing successful. What do you think happens if the success signals don't occur? I don't know, Moses. Ah, uh, bunch of pissed off switches. Close, man, real close. You get a lot of acti activity, then the wrong signal, which is what the absence of a signal is. Chaos breaks out. Nothing fits, so there can't be a completion. The riots, man, except that it's going on in your body. This draws your attention to a problem. Okay. So that's where the attention thing comes in. Yep, it's 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 like you you are used to having say this pop always right here. Moses took his pop bottle and placed it near poet's elbow. Now, after a while, you never have to look for this bottle because it's always right here. Let's say it's been here forever. At first you probably had to take a look for it, but after a while you don't. If you're sitting right here, facing in this direction, then it's there. The time, place, direction are all part of the switches and signals that put you here and allow you to know without the slightest thought that your bottle is here. Now, for some reason, say Stackhouse gets a hissy fit and takes it away without you knowing it. Sounds like that son of a bitch. Yeah, say he does. When you go to reach for the bottle, you won't find it. Hell, you knew it was there. You probably mistakenly even saw it there because you sat down because before you sat down because you're so used to it being there. Well, anyway, you reach for it and it's not there. What do you do? Uh, look over for it because something's wrong? That's right. You suddenly turn your attention to it. Attention comes when there is chaos, and chaos is uncomfortable. It gets worse, too. Whatever attention actually is, on a neural level, is a bear when it comes to problem solving. You can't find the bottle. You start looking about for it. Stackhouse has decided that it goes down at number five, and now you have to arrange things so that you can comfortably get your bottle when you want it. It takes some time, but eventually, with some attention, you start to almost get to the point that you know where it is, and you won't have to think about it. And the bastard moves it over by that window. I can believe that, too. You got to attend to it again, and if he keeps moving it, then you won't be able to release your attention when it comes to that bottle. You can't relax. Okay, so let me get this. So the problem... With Willie being gone is that even if he was undependable, at least he was consistently undependable. Right. The problem with all these other people is that they are dependable, but I'm used to consistently undependable. And though 
they may be dependable they are not consistently here dependably so I can't relax there you go you think like this all the time Moses picked up his bottle and took a long swig there you go he said 